Hey loggers, welcome back to another bite-sized episode of the Backlog Breakdown. And I do believe that this one is actually going to truly be bite-sized. Um, it's early in the morning when I am recording this, and so you're not going to hear the normal uh, amount of energy that I usually project on these episodes. I apologize in advance, but my kids are sleeping and I don't want to be yelling like a crazy person into a microphone downstairs and have them come down and then just totally wreck the episode. And then I'll have to, then there'll be this weird cut where I'm like sleepy during the first half and then the second half, I'm just like crazy off the wall bonkers and it just, it's not going to work. It's not going to work that way. So this is what we've got for today. Also, like I said, it's going to be bite-sized because, you know, at any moment my children may descend upon me and then I got to be dad. And right now, I, I mean, I'm still dad right now, but they're sleeping. So there's not much that has to happen so long as they continue breathing. Um, but anyways, so today for this bite-sized episode, um, I wanted to talk about goals. It's the end of 2019. We're walking into a new decade, the roaring 20s as they say. Well, actually, you know, I don't know if that's what they say. Um, this time around, but last time around, it was the roaring 20s. Um, but anyways, we're, you know, a new year, new year, new you, right? That's what they say. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Um, conform. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I think I've said anyways like six times and then just continued to make jokes. Um, sorry. But goals, okay? Uh, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about this is it's just been kind of on my mind for the, I mean, Hey, if you've been listening to this podcast, you've probably heard me talk about, you know, setting goals and making habits and, you know, generally just trying to self-reflect and be a little bit better um, and work on areas in which I'm not doing so hot. So in general, you know, I've been trying to make this an, an area of gro- growth, personal growth as an area of growth. That's kind of a tautology, but I digress. Um I mentioned it on the last episode, but this really has been kind of personal for me because just looking back on the way that my life has gone, and don't get me wrong, I am super blessed to to be living where I am. God has certainly blessed me abundantly. I mean, hey, I get get to record a podcast about video games. How cool is that? Um, Or I guess a podcast about goals in this case, maybe not video games this time around. But I also recognize that, uh, you know, I, I tend to fall back on my personality. Um, I, I tend to be a, a little more aimless, not necessarily, you know, shooting towards a goal. So um, I am proactively trying to change that. And, and yeah, in, in order just to, to personally grow in a number of different areas, goal setting and achievement have been a big part of, you know, how to pursue those things. Again, I feel like I'm kind of talking in circles a little bit, but I'm just trying to explain why this has been on my brain for a while. Um, So the the method that I've been using, the system that I have been using for the past quarter, I just wanted to kind of explain it to you. Hopefully it'll be helpful over the next year. Um, If you're not planning on making any goals, hopefully this will kind of put a bug in your ear. uh, Because if you're like me, you can kind of just continue with the status quo and you can stagnate in different areas of your life. I'm not saying all over, but you know, there might be certain areas where you're like, yeah, I need to get better at that. And you said that for the past three years and it hasn't happened. Um, it's kind of like how you amass a backlog and a bunch of games of shame, trademark, 
and you, you keep telling yourself you're going to play those games of shame and it keeps growing and then it's like well, why would i play a 15 year old poly- polygonal 3d game that's dumb that the game isn't any good anymore but it's classic so i should play it but i'm not going to and then that 15 year old game becomes a 20 year old game um but life ain't no video game dude life is what you make of it that was a dumb slogan but on to the nuts and bolts of this this system that i've been working and like i said hopefully it's helpful for you and in your context so as you look at 2020 um one thing that's helped and i haven't i haven't actually finished all my goal making for the next year still have a couple more weeks uh and and you know about a week off from work so that's going to be helpful that I don't have that that I've actually got the time to kind of set aside and think about these things. Um, the one thing that's helped for me is to visualize. I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but really think through. Okay, this time next year, twenty twenty, December twenty twenty, who do I want to be? What do I want to see changed in my own life? So things that we've talked about on the podcast are like, what books do I want to have read, um, or what scripture do I want to have memorized? Or things like that, you know, in, in our case with video games, what video games do I finally want to have checked off my list? You know what I mean? Or like our fearless leader, Nate, he's talked about already starting to save up for a PS5. Like, how cool is that? That's perfect. If your goal is to get a PS5 or a Xbox Series X um, and you can actually tell your cashier what you want or, you know, I guess Amazon will make it easy. Uh, then why not go ahead and set that as a goal now so that, you know, the $400 price tag or whatever doesn't sneak up on you on day one. And that's actually a great segue uh, because the way that I have found over the past quarter, again, I haven't taken this like the full year yet, but I'm actually pretty excited because I have seen some results over the past quarter. Um, so so the, the first the first step is to actually know what you want, right? Decide what you want over the next year. And I would recommend setting seven to 10 goals, not much more than that. I mean, at the most, I would say 12, um, but even that is kind of pushing it. You don't want to stretch yourself too thin. And this is another area where I feel like personally, um, it's been difficult for me because I'm interested in so many different things. I really enjoy doing so many different things. I think it's part of my personality that I'm kind of just like, yeah, I'm down for whatever, right? And so it makes it difficult to focus on one thing. Uh, you know, when things get rough, I can just switch to something else uh, because I enjoy something else. Uh, but in this case, setting a specific amount of goals, like I said, seven to 10, will help you to focus on those goals over the other things in your life. So if you set aside seven to 10 goals, then take a look at it in terms of a year, right? December 2020. and then you take those goals and you don't necessarily have to be working on all 10 things all throughout the year. I think that's also where I start to feel overwhelmed is like I'm doing all these, I'm doing 10 little things to kind of build up towards these 10 different goals. And that feels overwhelming. It feels like I'm spending half my days just trying to even if it's not like time-wise half my day, it's it's in the back of my head for half of my day of just like, okay, I need to check these 10 things off the list. And honestly, I think this is where I've gone a little bit off the rails with Habitica. And recently, 
I've like literally just fallen off the wagon. I've gotten back on yesterday. <laughs> um, so I'm still working on it there. But I have to redo what my daily habits are um, because I feel like I'm trying to do so many different things at once. And that is not very effective um, on, a, on a mental level, on an emotional level. It may, be, it may help me get my, it, it may help me reach my goals, but not in a way um, that feels productive, I guess, or not in a way that allows me time to stop and think. It feels like I am always on and always super busy. Now, I get it. You're an adult. You're always going to be busy. But I just mean in the sense that it takes up so much mental energy that I just feel wiped out by the end of the day. Or or I don't accomplish those, you know, 10 little things every day, and then I feel bad at the end of the day. And then I get into, you know, a slump of just like, oh, well, I didn't do it yesterday. I guess I'll have to, you know, not, I guess I can push it off for another day. And it, it just kind of snowballs. So my tip for you, and again, something that I found very effective, is to break up those goals that you set for the year into different quarters. Okay, and each quarter is going to have, I believe, 16 weeks off the top of my head. So break it up into quarters. Each quarter, tackle two to three of those goals. Um, and, and for each goal, sorry, let me back up to these goals, okay? The goals that you set, you also want to have a clear and defined reason for why you are setting them. Last episode on, uh, you know, the Backlog Breakdown, we talked about, and we kind of, you know, derided a little bit of the 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 bro culture and the fitness and lifting and stuff like that, which, you know, we both enjoy weightlifting, but we also get that it can be kind of uh, self-serving, okay? Put it that way. So, if you want to deadlift 600 pounds by December of 2020, that's definitely one of my goals, um, write why you want to do that, you know? Um, you just want to be a massive hunk of meat. Uh, no, no, okay? I think this actually prevents putting these types of goals that don't really have a, a defined purpose. And I think what this will do is throughout the year, you can go back and take a look at your purpose. And this is going to help you follow through on those days when it feels super difficult to push past whatever it is that you're facing. So uh, in my case, I don't lift weights to get big. Um, sure, I enjoy <laughs> when my body looks a little bit more muscular than it did last year. Like, don't get me wrong, that's certainly a benefit. But I'm also, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a huge dude. And so, my fitness goals are geared around the reason that I want to get in shape is not so that oh, you know, I can take my shirt off at the beach. Yeah, bro. Okay. Um, it is so that I can be in, I can be healthy, so that I can actually, um perform better in different spheres of life so I can be a better dad, so that I have more energy at the end of the day, so that I have more to give to my wife and my kids and my community. Um, it's not necessarily geared towards myself, although there are selfish motives. It's about um, really, yeah, just being healthy and being who I believe that God is calling me to be. And so when it comes to you know, again, I'm trying to relate this back to video games. If one of your goals is to beat that video game that you've had in your backlog for a long time, Xenoblade, not Xenoblade, uh, Xenogears, <laughs> something like that, and you know it's going to be this huge trek, like, 
take a look at why you want to play this game and write it down. You need to be able to articulate it. Um, so that, you know, and, and I mean, in the case of video games, when it's not something super important, like you can choose to abandon a video game in the middle of it. That's not a big deal. Um, but it, when it comes to like actually setting, you know, goals about your life and where you want to be in the next year, in the next five years, in the next 10 years, um, you want to be able to reference back why you are doing what you're doing. So when you write these 10 goals, you also need to be able to clearly articulate why. What is the purpose behind um, this goal? And then you also have to determine what is going to be your reward when you hit this goal. Okay, even if it's something really simple, like, you know, buy a box of cigars, <laughs> you know, something something small if you want to. Um, you know, like one of the things that I did for my fitness goal for this year, and I didn't hit my fitness goal, so... But, um, you know, it, it was to my reward for hitting my fitness goal was that I would buy better fitting clothes because that would help it feel like a victory. You know, I would be in better shape and I would be able to wear clothes that actually fit my body better um, as I was getting in shape. So, so think of something. So maybe it is that game that you've been wanting. Maybe you set a goal by the release date of a game that's coming out in 2020, and you say, if I can hit this goal before the release date hits, then I will pick up that game. Okay, so you set your 7 to 10 goals. You've set your motivation for each of those goals, and you've also set rewards that you've set up for each of those goals. These are going to help you, again, throughout the year um, as you take a look at these. So... Now split up the year into quarters, okay? It's, it's simple, just three months out of the year. Take two to three of your goals and focus on those goals in that quarter. You may be surprised at how close you can get to your goal in a quarter, okay? Usually when we set goals, we say, you know, you, you give yourself a year to hit a specific goal. If you focus on it really hard in a quarter, and again, this is why it's only two to three goals, then you're able... Th you're able to get so much more done because you are laser focused. Instead of trying to do 10 things over the course of a year, do two things really well over the course of three months. And another tip for, for goal setting, like actually determining your goals, is to make your goal something that you are in control of. So for instance, in, in my life, some of my goals that I'm going to be setting are financial goals. Um, but it is not necessarily that I will make X amount, you know, I will make an extra, you know, $2,000 this year. No, because I'm not necessarily in control of how much money I make. Instead, put it in terms of what you're doing. Like I am going to start this side gig and I want to have 10 gigs by the end of the year. Does that make sense? That is more under your control because you're not necessary unless you're in a place where you can say for certain how much you are worth and and what it's going to take to drive two thousand dollars in sales. Um, then then you can write that out. But I would say instead of saying two thousand dollars, say what it's going to take to make that two thousand dollars because it's under your control. Sometimes things go south. You know, if the economy tanks in twenty twenty, um, then you're not in control. If, if something happens, if you you know, release a product and the product is faulty. Like that is not on you necessarily. Like certainly learn from that. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you make your goal something that you can control.
So you have these goals, you've split it up into quarters. Every quarter, you're taking a look at these two to three goals, okay? Now, split up your quarter into weeks, okay? Like I said, I believe it's 16 weeks to a quarter. So that every week, you need to stop, you know, take 15 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever it takes and identify three things that you can get done this week to progress on your goals. What are the next steps that you can take this week to get closer to your goal, okay? Um, if it's memorizing a chapter of the Bible, then what, what can you do, okay? I can wake up 20 minutes earlier and make my coffee 20 minutes earlier so that when I'm done with my coffee, I can spend 20 minutes this week memorizing scripture. So now you're identifying what you can do. It's basically, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You take one bite at a time, right? That's what it's. That's what it says. This is. These are those one bites. Okay. What can you do this week? What are three things? Just pare it down to three things, not ten things. Just three things. What can I focus on? Because focus is really going to help me progress. And then finally, splitting up your week into each day. And uh, well, before I go there. Um, the the weekly kind of 15-minute preview for your week when you're setting these big three things that you want to do this week. Take a look back at your goals, okay? Remind yourself of what your goals are and what your motivation is. And again, this is going to fuel you throughout the year so that every week, 52 times throughout the year, you are reminded, I set this goal and this is why I set this goal and this is what I'm looking forward to once this goal is accomplished. So then finally, and this is kind of, you know, this is kind of micromanaging it. I find it's helpful for me because I can veer off course. It might not be helpful for you, but I would say in the dailies, set another three things that you, that you can do. What are three things that you can do today that would make today feel like a win? Okay. And relate it back to those goals that you have for the week. So if it's something like, oh, well, I need to make you know, X amount of sales this week. Okay, I'm going to make two phone calls today. You know, and if I can make these two phone calls and talk to these two people today, then today will be a win. Like what small step can I do today in order to accomplish what I've set out to do this week, in order to accomplish what I've set out to do this quarter, in order to accomplish what I've set out to do this year? Because then you're really taking it on a small micro level and it doesn't feel overwhelming. And hey, if this system doesn't work for you, these are just some tips that I'm giving. This has helped me over the past quarter in order to meet, you know, like I said, I didn't meet my fitness goal, but that there's some extenuating circumstances and I am giving myself a little bit of grace. Um, but there are, there's another goal in particular that I was able to knock out this week, two weeks before the end of the year. And I, you know, I feel good about it. <laughs> so hopefully this will help you be able to accomplish your goals in 2020 as well. And Christians, if you're listening, um, you know, one thing that also that I would recommend is, is you're taking a look at making goals in 2020, be in, be in prayer, you know, really ask God and be honest with yourself. Where am I? And God, where do you want me to be? What is it that you, who do you want me to be in December, 2020? You know, what, what, practices do I need to to start putting into place? What people do I need to start reaching out to? Um, how, how can I be more effective at sharing the gospel? How can I 
grow in grace more this year. And that takes humility, um, but it's what we're called to, and God shows us so much grace and love. So hopefully this has been encouraging for you, um, and we'll, you know, we'll see you in the next year. Well, we have one more episode before, the, the, before 2020 hits, where we are going to go ahead and take a look at what 2019 has given us, and probably a look forward as well. Why not? Let's see. Let's see what happens. So if you're listening to this before December 20th, I just wanted to give another shout out. Our contest is ending. If you want a chance at $25 at any digital storefront, you know, video game storefront, of course, um, then send us your top 10 games. We have a post on Facebook, a post on Twitter. We want you to share that along with your list of top 10 games. Email us that list and you can be entered to win $25. I mean, who doesn't want 25 bucks? You can start off 2020 with 25 bucks. You can finally buy that game you've always wanted, that $25 game that you've always wanted, and knock that right off your list. You know, maybe that's one of your goals for 2020. Win this contest. Make more Twitter accounts and anonymously enter. I won't be able to tell unless they're the same list 10 times. Anyways, good luck, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. 